This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got a cloudy sky this morning, 72 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 20th of July, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and well, the clouds should clear out pretty quickly. We'll have sunshine, a high of 89 today. It'll be clear tonight with a low of 68. Wednesday, more sunshine, slight chance of afternoon showers, high of 89. Mostly clear Wednesday night, a low of 71. And on Thursday, mostly sunny, 40% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, and a high of 90. Right now, we do have some clouds, 72 degrees at the KVOM studios, and we want to congratulate our employee of the day for today, Devin McMorrow of Natural State Wireless. Obituaries this morning, Jan Edward Clement, age 73 of Perry, died Thursday, July 15th. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Tina Marie Williams May, age 54 of Mountain View, died Friday, July 16th. She was of the Catholic faith, attended services at Fort Reach Church in Hattieville, and is survived by her sons, Sean Williams and Anthony Williams, both of Colorado, daughter Catherine Williams of Colorado, one brother and nine grandchildren. Funeral services for Tina Marie Williams May will be held at a later date with arrangements by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Joel Summers Jr., age 85, of Perry, died Sunday, July 19th. He was of the Southern Baptist faith, a member of Perry Baptist Church, and is survived by his son, Gary Summers of Perry, daughter Joletta Porter of Kesa, one brother, two sisters, seven grandchildren, including his caregivers Louis Summers and Terry Summers, and seven great-grandchildren. Memorial service for Joel Summers Jr. will be held Saturday, July 24th at 2 p.m. at the Perry Baptist Church in Perry. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33 and let's turn to news this morning. The numbers keep growing for the 2021 Moralton Job Fair. Megan Ridenour with the Arkansas Division of Workforce Services says there are now 37 confirmed employers with over 500 job vacancies planning to attend. And they range from Green Bay Packaging, Simcoe, Regions Bank, um, Natural State Wireless, even some employers over in Perry County and Conway as well. And we have employers that will be interviewing on site. So it's possible you can come the day of unemployed and leave with a job. We have employers that are um, have entry-level positions all the way up to highly skilled. And if you do not have the skills necessary for some of these jobs, we have someone on site who can talk with you about getting paid training for these positions. The job fair, which is co-sponsored by the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce, will take place Thursday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. in the Tyson Hall of the Workforce Training Center at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Ridenour encourages all job seekers to bring a resume, dress professionally, and be prepared to talk to a hiring representative on the spot. Also, we will have the Division of Workforce Services mobile unit on site, so don't be afraid to come if you don't have a resume. We'll be there on site to help you prep with the resume, go over interview prep. Um, the mobile unit has 13 computers, so we're happy to come in, sit down, and someone will be on site to work with you on your resume and interview prep the day of. For more information regarding the Moralton Job Fair, you can call Megan at 501-730-9885, email Megan.ridenour at arkansas.gov. That's M E G A N 
dot r-i-d-e-n-h-o-u-r at arkansas.gov or call Stephanie Lipsmeyer at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce at 354-2393. There will also be a COVID-19 vaccine clinic during the job fair. Anyone 12 and older who would like to receive the Pfizer vaccine is welcome to come for this free opportunity. 735. We have some clouds, 72 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 89 with sunshine. KVOM's morning news watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737. We have clouds and 72 degrees at the KVOM studios. The number of deaths related to COVID-19 in Arkansas has now topped 6,000. In its Monday update, the Arkansas Department of Health reported 15 deaths over the weekend to bring the state's total since the pandemic began to 6,007. The health department reported 2,552 new cases of the virus in Arkansas since Friday and an increase of 755 in the number of active cases. There are now 10,505 active cases in Arkansas. The number of patients hospitalized in Arkansas due to complications from the virus increased by 85 since Friday. Locally, 11 new cases were reported in Conway County, where the number of active cases increased by 3 to 47. 14 new cases were reported in Perry County, but the number of active cases there declined by one since Friday to 76. There have still been 37 deaths in Conway County and 12 in Perry County from COVID-19. In terms of the vaccine, the state reported over 15,000 doses administered over the weekend. The health department says just over 40.2% of the state's 12 and over population is fully vaccinated. In Conway County, 141 doses were given since Friday, and 42.9% of the county's 12 and over population is fully vaccinated. Perry County had 107 doses administered, and its vaccination rate for those 12 and over has increased to 39.7%. The new executive director of the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children is excited to share the story of the good the organization does for developmentally disabled and delayed children and adults in Conway and Perry Counties. Kara Jones assumed the leadership role of the center on June 21st. I've just so enjoyed getting to know everyone at the facilities, and I feel like that one of my biggest jobs is just being a champion um, for the children and adults that we serve and just um, advocating for them throughout the community and reaching out to anyone who has a loved one in their family who could benefit um, from our services and helping children and adults in their lives with disabilities to gain independence. The Center for Exceptional Children has three campuses. Beginnings Preschool in Moralton serves Conway County children from six weeks of age to kindergarten. Step-by-step Early Learning Center in Perryville is the preschool program for children in Perry County. Action Services is the adult program based in Moralton that offers clients life skills training and the opportunity to earn money by working in a paper shredding workshop. Jones says 
It's been a wonderful experience thus far to work for the Center for Exceptional Children and to see firsthand what an asset it is for the community. I think that it's so important in a community that we tap into the strengths of everyone and the varying um, abilities and the varying interest and you know it um, it just really strengthens a community and what a happy place to be where everyone is valued and everyone is able um, to gain some independence and I just am so thrilled to be a part of it. For more information about any of the programs offered visit the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children Facebook page or call 354-5593 for Beginnings Preschool, 889-1295 for Step-by-Step, or 354-4484 for Action Services. Members of the Arkansas Tech University and Arkansas River Valley populations are invited to participate in a free Community Emergency Response Team training opportunity. Organized by the ATU Department of Emergency Management, the CERT training will be divided into two portions. First will be a series of online lectures, which participants will complete at their own pace. Then from 4 to 8 p.m. on either Monday, August 2nd or Tuesday, August 3rd, participants will engage in hands-on practical learning on the second floor of ATU's Rothwell Hall. The CERT program is designed to educate people about disaster preparedness for hazards that may impact their area, and it also trains them in basic disaster response skills such as fire safety light search and rescue, team organization, and disaster medical operations. Registration is available at atu.edu slash emergency management slash CERT training. That's C-E-R-T training dot P-H-P. We'll have that link on our website, kvom.com as well. Now 742 and let's check our market report with Edna Hill of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, markets dropped on worries over variant cases. The recent uptick in COVID-19 Delta variant cases and concerns over the potential for it to stunt global economic growth started this week out on a cautious note, with U.S. equities finishing the day down more than 1.5%. Defensive instruments like consumer staples, health care, and gold held up better, while cynical assets such as energy, financials, oil, and small caps lagged, reflecting heightened worries over the ongoing pandemic's impact on the outlook for the economic recovery. The flight to safer assets pushed bond prices higher and pushed 10-year Treasury yields to their lowest level in more than five months. Keep Monday's drop in perspective. A 700-point drop in the Dow grabs a lot of attention, but the move should be viewed through a wider lens. With Monday's dip, the stock market is still less than 4% from its all-time high. The Dow closed at 33,962, down 726 points. The NASDAQ closed at 14,275, down 152 points. Volume was heavy as 1.2 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans. AT&T down 0.55 at 27.79. Bank of America down 0.99 at 36.93. Centerpoint Energy down 0.72 at 24.87. Deere and Company down 7.54 at 334.95. Energy Corp down 3.11 at 101.61. Under Armour down 0.32 at 16.73. Simmons Bank down 0.87 at 26.35. Regions Financial down 0.87 at 18.14. Southwestern Energy down 0.22 at 4.59.
Tyson Foods down 0.48 at 70.92. Walmart down 0.33 at 141.23. Live Ramp up 0.30 at 40.15. Interpublic Group down 0.54 at 30.90. Nextera Energy down 0.93 at 76.99. Natural Gas unchanged at 3.78. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $3 at 1,812.30. Silver was up 0.05 at 25.20. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator, Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's Office, North Moose Street, downtown Marlton. On our community calendar, here's where the Conway County Library's Bookmobile will be today. From 11 till 1, it'll be at T.C. Vaughn Senior Center in Moralton, and then from 1.30 until 2.30, it'll be at Birdtown. A portion of Bridge Street near Moralton Primary School remains closed through the end of this month due to construction. RVAC will issue quarterly USDA commodities to all qualifying Perry County residents today from 9 to 11 a.m. at the fairgrounds in Perryville. Participants need to bring their driver's license, know their household income amount. This will be a drive through service. You will not need to get out of your vehicle to get the commodities. The Atkins School Board will meet in a called session tonight at 5 in the Multipurpose Board Building. The Plummerville City Council meets in regular session tonight at 6 in the Community Room the public is encouraged to attend and to adhere to social distancing guidelines. And the Waterview School Board will meet tonight at 6 in the boardroom. Coming up on Thursday, the Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission meets at 5.30 in the City Council Meeting Room at Moralton City Hall. And the Moralton Knights of Columbus 4th Degree Assembly meets Thursday at 6 at the Hall in Moralton. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 746, we've got clouds and 72 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up a little later on, we'll have a visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Our morning Newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's News Watcher of Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Southeastern Conference Commissioner Greg Sankey is echoing a call for potential changes in how college athletics are governed. Sankey spoke about the need for change to open SEC Media Days. Last week, NCAA President Mark Emmert said it is time to consider decentralizing and deregulating college sports. Sankey agreed that changes are needed. He says that does not necessarily mean the Power Five conferences should split from the rest of the NCAA. SEC Media Days began Monday in Hoover, Alabama. Arkansas is represented by senior linebacker Grant Morgan and senior offensive, line, uh, offensive lineman Myron Cunningham, along with head coach Sam Pittman. The trio will have their turn at the podium on Thursday. 
On Monday, Morgan and sophomore defensive back Jalen Catalan were named to the watch list for the Chuck Benerick Award, while junior wide receiver Carolyn Burks earned a spot on the watch list for the 85th Maxwell Award. The Benerick Award is presented annually to the best defensive player in college football. The Maxwell Award is presented to the most outstanding player in college football. Arkansas opens the 2021 season at home against former Southwest Conference rival Rice on Saturday, September 4th. In the battle for third place in the National League Central Division, it was the Cardinals who prevailed in the opener of a four-game series against the rival Cubs. St. Louis got home runs from Dylan Carlson and Paul Goldschmidt and a strong start from Jake Woodford to beat Chicago 8-3 last night at Bush Stadium. Teams play again tonight at 7:15. Pre-game coverage at 6:20 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Arkansas Travelers are back home this week. The Travs start a six-game series against the Wichita Wind Surge tonight at Dickey Stevens Park. The Travs are just one and a half games behind the Wind Surge for first place in the AA Central North Division standings. And that's our sports this morning. All right, Eric, thank you for those updates here on this Tuesday morning. It's now 749. We've got fair skies and 73 degrees at the KVOM studios. And in our weather outlook for today, we've got sunny skies in store, a high of 89 degrees. Once all those uh, clouds finally move out uh, this morning, still a few uh, lingering clouds this morning. Tonight, we'll have mostly clear skies, low down to 68 degrees. Then Wednesday, sunny skies. Uh, We'll have clouds moving in about midday with a 20% chance of afternoon uh, showers, maybe a thunderstorm, high of 89 degrees. It'll be clear Wednesday night, low down to 71. Thursday, mostly sunny, a bigger chance of afternoon showers, a 40% chance with a high of 90 and then another 20% chance on Friday with a high of uh, 92. And it's going to be uh, quite a bit hotter uh, heading into the weekend and into next week. Looking at uh, your extended forecast for Saturday, sunshine, high of 95. Sunday, sunny and hot, high of 97. And then uh, Monday also looks to be uh, 97 degrees. So uh, we'll enjoy these uh, cooler temperatures while we've got them here for the next uh, few days because it's about to get hot outside. Let's take a look at current conditions here at the KVOM studios. Our humidity is at 89%. The wind speed is out of the north at 7 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 30.02 inches. Our dew points at 70 degrees. Visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning was 68 degrees. High yesterday was 87. The low a year ago, 72, with a high of 97. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios, and our total for the year remains at 31.67 inches after after our weekend rain and sunset this evening, 823 and sunrise tomorrow morning, 612. When you join us for Mornings in Moralton right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, currently here in Moralton, we've got a few clouds, otherwise fair and 73 degrees at the KVOM studios at 751. Our morning news watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. It's 751. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Once again, you're listening to KVOM's Tuesday morning edition of News Watch. We've got fair skies, 73 degrees at the KVOM studios, and we're back with our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Moralton Mayor Alan Livesmeyer. Mayor, good morning and happy birthday. Good morning, thanks. Got any big uh, birthday plans today or just spend the day no, working? No, just spend the day working. Okay. Last year was my big birthday, 50, so. That's right, that's right. All right, well, uh, Mayor, again, we hope you have a great birthday today. Uh, something that uh, you want to talk about uh, this morning, of course, uh, uh, the COVID uh, numbers, and uh, of course, uh, we've been uh, seeing that rise, unfortunately, in the news here recently. Yes, and you know, I've been doing a, fa- a daily Facebook post for over a year now, so you get a yearly reminder. And last year, we had 26 cases, and yesterday we had 44 cases, and that's mm-hmm. with people vaccinated. Uh, we, you know, this is not going away. We've got to take this serious. We can't let our guard down. Uh, the reason, two reasons that I got vaccinated is, is being a leader. I want to be an example. Plus, if I got exposed to somebody, I didn't have to be quarantined. And so I just urge everybody to go out and get vaccinated. Um, Jasmine and, <clears throat> and a group of citizens are working to try to have maybe a, a, a social distance block party to kind of get the 18 to 25 age group vaccinated. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're trying to see if we can pull that off but you know we've got to we've got to set the example we're the leaders we've got to set the example so it's kind of even scarier now than it was a year ago that our numbers are even higher with people getting vaccinated even though probably 90 percent, i think i saw yesterday of the people in the hospital are unvaccinated mm-hmm. so uh, and then a lot of children now are getting are getting the covid mm-hmm. so children's hospital is full of a lot of people that's and true. I think uh, I heard this morning that a lot of them are of the age that they could have been vaccinated. Uh-huh. Definitely a lot, lot to think about. And, uh, Especially very, very as we're g- getting close to starting school back. Uh-huh. You know, it's really very serious. That's true. That's very true. Well, uh, uh, Mayor, a big uh, loss uh, to our community uh, with the uh, loss of the Union Baptist Church. Yes, that was a very tragic fire. Uh, but uh, to show what kind of community we are, we're a generous heart big heart community that uh, so many churches reached out to me to call the the pastor at union baptist church to offer all kind of help i know that uh, the knights of columbus offered their building for two services and then uh, we will be opening uh, the community room at uh, lw sullivan park for them to hold services from here on out and that's just a block away which we just uh, had a ribbon cutting about uh, two weeks ago. And uh, L.W. L.W. Sullivan Park was the Sullivan School, and we it burned to the ground about five, four months after I became mayor. Head Start was located there, and I was going over there and reading to these kids once a month. So that was pretty special to me, but it was very tragic. So we were just trying to find a way to, to uh, keep that uh, memory alive and – And we had a great crowd from his family there. And now this is going to be a multi-purpose facility, which is what you want any kind of facility that you open and spend money on. Mm -hmm. So we have the juvenile probation office there, which allowed us kind of to open the park up. we got surveillance cameras to keep an eye on it so people will be there during the day. Now I think DHS is going to be able to host family visits there, which that's kind of dear to me too because I was a foster parent. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so that would be a more inviting atmosphere. They'd go outside and play or, you know, maybe even have a picnic outside. You know, just a little bit more inviting than the DHS office. And now that we're going to be able to offer this to the church for, for them to have their Sunday service. And you can also rent these the pavilion in the community room out. So we're very proud of the fact that we've been able to make that a multi-purpose facility that's just that was just sitting there absolutely well that's that's and it will also have a community garden probably next year okay uh mayor for the folks that uh, would like to take advantage of uh uh renting that uh, facility at some point uh, when will they be able to do that you think it's yeah they can do it anytime they can just call park and rec and okay and uh, reserve it okay we got a really nice pavilion it was that was made out of the salvage rock from uh-huh. the from the school and some rock that came out of the football stands over at the ballpark so wow. well, that's awesome uh, uh speaking of uh, uh, parks and rec uh, got a new director as well right no we're advertising for a new director. advertising for new so director. we've got a lot okay. of applicants that have that have uh, sent their application in we're, we're real happy about that okay so probably in the next couple of weeks we'll start going through those applications and trying to get get somebody hired. Okay. Well, that sounds. Is the application process still open or is that closed for right now? Probably another week. I think another still week. left on that. All right. We also do have our new uh, sign at the city park up. Yeah. And it it's nice and it's just, it follows along with our welcome sign. Yeah, it sure does. It looks that looks great. Uh, sales tax dollars are also up. Yes, our sales tax dollars. I think we're up about forty seven thousand this past month. Last year, our sales tax dollars were up to about $225,000 during COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, so small towns really benefited from that. And that was part of it was the online sales tax that, that came online. But for the first six months, we're already up $275,000. Wow. For the first six months of this year. That's great. That's fantastic. Yes. Well, uh, for uh, the folks uh, out uh, making their uh, morning commute, uh, really any commute uh, here in the city, uh, they might notice uh, a few things uh, going on, including uh, some repairs of potholes and also a a road closure over on uh, Bridge Street by the primary school. Yes, the closure over on Bridge Street is because we're doing our new sewer project. So we got to get that that uh, section of it done before school starts i mean you can already see that what a nightmare that would be getting kids in (laughs) to the school over there so Uh be patient with us i mean might be another week or so uh to do that but uh we've got to get that's the high pressure line that's that connects to that tank right there Uh and goes to the uh, lagoon so just be patient with us because we've got to get that done before school starts that section all right well mayor anything else going on that we need to talk about no, I mean, you know, even with everything that's going on, we're, we've got a lot to be thankful for in this town. Um, you know, our sales tax dollars are up. You know, we've got American Realty that's building a new building downtown. So we still have the family dollar. We still have things going on, new businesses locating here. Uh, the Chamber will be having a, a job fair this week, 22nd. So there's quite a few businesses that are coming to that. So if you need a job, there are jobs available in this town. Okay. You know, well, if you can pass a drug test and probably breathe, then you can probably get a job here. All right. Well, that, that's great. I know, uh, Mayor, the last uh, few times we've uh, spoke, uh, Kroger was was a big story and the closing of, of that store. And uh, the uh, Morrillton store is, is now closed. Is there any indication at this time when a new store will open up at that location? No, it's 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 kind of complicated because Kroger has a year lease okay. left. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there is uh, an offer on the building, and uh, they have till 
uh, September the first, I think, to close on that. And then they'll have to negotiate if they want if Kroger wants to get out of that lease, and then they'll start the remodel process, and um, and it will be a remodel. Okay. Uh, you know, I can say that Kroger hadn't done anything in that <laughs> building in twenty years, uh-huh. and uh, I do encourage everybody. You know, they may not like Walmart's set up right now, but I encourage you to shop local because that's really basically stealing taxpayer dollars. Mm-hmm from this town wherever you take it to go buy your groceries that we use to pave roads and build parks and and we will be getting our new park equipment at the park pretty soon and that's a you know about a hundred fifty thousand dollar project right there that we're having to pay half we got a grant for half of it but you know our sales tax dollars are up and i just encourage you to shop local uh be loyal to the stores that are loyal to you kroger was not loyal they did not make your shopping experience any better mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've just heard numerous stories from even the owner of the property that Kroger wanted uh, him to put gas in. Uh-huh. And he agreed to put gas in, but they wouldn't raise their rent or they wouldn't expand their lease. So he uh-huh. he was just going to be out all the money and they were going to, but he was willing to do that. And uh-huh. so it's just, you know, you hear story after story. I mean, there was a lot of good people that worked at Kroger. Mm-hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with the people that we've lived here with or or know really close that we enjoyed shopping with but kroger is a corporation corporations tend to do things for the bottom line not for the people that's the truth that sure is well uh, all right i mean in walmart you know has invested 10 million dollars back in their store uh-huh. and uh, they've like i said they support our animal shelter they gave 2500 dollars shop with a cop it generated a, a building permit for about thirty something thousand dollars to the city. Mm-hmm. Kroger could have done that many times over, and probably would. You know, they say they didn't make any money. It's hard to believe how they. I don't know how they look at their bottom line, but it's hard to believe that they didn't make any money. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, I'm the guy that's the glass half full, and I think that what goes in there will be better opportunity than Kroger. All right. Well, look, definitely looking for uh, great things to come. Again, folks, we've been visiting this morning with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Mayor, thank you for talking to us Thank today. you. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.